Hello, hello from the other side. It is Tuesday as we record this Draw Play podcast. If you're listening to this, it's Wednesday. And that means there's been a president that has been elected. Because there's a pretty decent chance that if you're listening to this, everything is on fire. And you're you're just huddled in a basement somewhere listening to the last bastion of sanity. Two idiots talking about football poorly. On the Draw Play podcast. This is going to be there. There is a there is a not uh, there's a non-zero chance that this is going to be a relic of humanity that people on Wednesday will be listening to a relic of of the before times. Anyway, as I am still alive, mm-hmm. I am currently your host, Draw Play <laughs> Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is Blake Bortles Garbage Time TD Sam Grezin. <laughs> Yo, I actually know some people who are in fantasy football leagues who they're like huge, like 14, 16 team leagues. So you're going to have to like some someone has to start Blake Bortles pretty much. Yeah, those are not the the Blake Bortles uh, garbage. Now, time if you're a fantasy pretty, player, you probably think Blake real. Bortles isn't that good. Yeah. If you're a football fan, you realize Blake Bortles isn't that good. But yeah. if you're a fantasy fan, you think Blake Bortles is OK. Yep. Yep. I, I would tell you guys, everyone out there, to go vote, but by the time you <laughs> listen to this, it's going to be too late. Yep. So I hope you voted. If you didn't, you're a jerk or you're too young. Mm-hmm. Everyone should vote. Voting is cool. I voted two weeks ago because Oregon has a mail-in ballot system, so I could vote on my living room couch. Nice. It's great. Nice. Nice. I voted early, so I voted around like a week and a half ago. That was It was pretty nice to have that just done with. And I, I, I know a lot of people who... I'm actually kind of like happy to say this. A lot of people I know voted, but for whatever reason, you know, they didn't vote for president, but they voted for down ballot candidates, which I thought was, you know, was really important. Yeah, you know, I you should vote for the president, in my opinion. Vote for the down ballot candidates. Those those can be the local elections are very important. Super, and they super affect you important. more than whoever's in at the top. Usually, yes. Usually, <laughs> usually. <laughs> Usually. As we said, everything may be on fire yep. tomorrow. Yep. Well, we'll see. So, Sam, mm-hmm. this was basically last Wednesday, but we didn't get to talk about it. Congratulations to the Cubs. Yeah, yes. I, that, so, speaking of things being on fire, I was in Chicago for Game 7, uh, watching it at a bar. It was very, very rowdy. I was about a mile from Wrigley Field. It was, it was an amazing experience to, like to see Chris Bryant get that last out. The Brizzo connection was real. Everyone was drinking. I definitely didn't pay for my tab because the bartender forgot. And then there was just kind of this mass exodus to Wrigley Field. And I was so surprised. And maybe it was because we had been partying for so long since we made, since we made, you know, the championship series, uh, the conference championship the divisional championship. It was less tipping buses over and setting fire to local businesses and more people out by Wrigley Field like crying and drinking and maybe, you know, a couple people are climbing traffic poles, but that's about it. It was more a big low-key, as as low-key as you can imagine, something like this being kind of like stunned happy silence. And it was pretty beautiful. And Chicago didn't burn down, which was nice and, and unexpected. Nice. So It's been a week. Have you hit that point where once your team wins the championship, there's like a you ha- you're like on a high for a, a week. And then after a week, you're like, I guess that was it. 
Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Because you'll always have that, and you'll always be able yeah. to bring it up. Yeah. But after the high from the win is over, it's kind of like maybe sports aren't all that important. Yeah, well, so here, here's <laughs> the thing, right? The timing of this win was very interesting because – and I'll get get into this a little bit later, but um, you, we're, we won it, right, about a week before Election Day. Yeah. And everyone's really stressed out about Election Day. It was more of a, a brief reprieve before we had to focus on something that is is more important. And that that's kind of a shame. So I'm kind of thinking that after tonight, people will actually be able to enjoy the win maybe a little bit more even that that like that's just kind of it's done. We can focus on sports now, I guess. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's. But but the other thing is that the team itself is just so insanely likable from Baez, Rizzo, Bryant, Baseball Grandpa, uh, Ross, you know, they're all just so eminently goobers. They're, they're all just so, so, so that kind of makes the win stick around a little bit longer. You're just like happy for these guys, you know, with the, with the exception of a role Chapman who can go fuck himself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, kind I, I, of, it's kind of amusing that for the rest of his life, he's going to know that he pretty much blew a save attempt in the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't his fault. I'm talking more about the whole, you know, beating his wife thing. That's, well, yeah, you know, but, but... <laughs> I, 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 my point is I don't feel delight in the fact that probably the biggest asshole on the team uh, yeah, is the oh, guy almost who almost it. lost it. Yeah. And he's going to know that forever. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's that's kind of like if you want like the pulse of the city, that's that's about what I've gathered. That was the best baseball game I've ever watched. Same here. Same here. We, we we went into like sports rankings back in the off season and none of us had baseball terribly high. No. But honestly, that baseball game was probably the best sporting event this season. I've never seen a better baseball game than that. I don't think I don't even think the NBA final last game was as good as that game was. No. That game I, had everything in it. It was beautiful. It was what baseball should be. Yes. Yes. If every baseball game were like that, I mean, can you imagine? It's it was it was it was one of the best and I I think even Cleveland fans would agree that I don't even I think Cleveland fans are obviously sad that sure. they didn't come out on top, but I think they understood the fact that their team they gave it their all. Yeah, and they, they ran. A lot of people were just, they know more about baseball than I do, and they were saying that they ran out of gas, they ran out of players. A lot of their team was hurt or on, you know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of their starting pitching was hurt. So. Yeah, yeah, and they just kind of ran out. But I, I, I would say, and obviously it's easy for me to say on, uh, on the winning side, but if the Indians had won, it would still have been one of the best baseball games in history period you mm-hmm. know one of the best sporting event events in history just because of just because of everything that happened the the lead changes the home runs by a rain delay a re- the rain delay was we all couldn't believe it we, we were all at the bar happening. everyone was so tense i think did it happen when they there was it was the top of the 10th i think yeah, it, it happened, happened, but it happened before. It happened right after the ninth inning. Yeah, and everyone was at, at the bar. We were like, is it going to go? I can't. If they go, if they play the tenth inning tomorrow, I don't know what I will do with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because th- that was a very real possibility. They might just like, might not get better. They might just 
play it tomorrow. And everyone was just so, ah, like, yeah, it was, it was, it was the perfect uh, intermission that kind of raised the stakes a bit uh, for the viewers. And apparently it, it allowed the Cubs to, to reset. So it was, it was a, it was a great uh, experience uh, to watch the game. I was there at the parade. Uh, it was it was friggin' amazing, and that, so the thing is, I don't have. I'm a young guy, right? I don't have ma- many sports experiences that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna tell my kids about that, and I'm gonna tell that story for a while. But this is a story that that not just me and not just people in Chicago, but I feel like a lot of people will be talking about. You know, this is this is where I was when I saw the Cubs break the streak. This is where I was when I saw that amazing game. I think that's important. And I think that say what you want about baseball, because it is it is generally a boring sport. However, that boredom, that game seven, those moments were moments of extreme tension, not I'm because finally it was going to be over. That's, right, that's right. The, the right, entire sure. season of nothing, of yeah. fairly meaningless, boring yeah. waste of time, finally boiled down to the fact where the tension actually meant something. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. So those are those are my scattered, I guess, Cubs thoughts. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say before we get to football, which is what this podcast is supposed <laughs> to be about, yeah. that I only watched three games of baseball, three full games of baseball all year, and they were the final three elimination games that the Cubs won. Nice. So basically, Chicago, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So let's move on to football. Yeah. Which was acceptable this week I, I well it was except if you take the average it was acceptable i i liked most of it was games. really funny coming down from game seven going into falcons buccaneers what a, what a piece of shit yeah <laughs> i remember that i was like we were talking i believe on on facebook or something we were like so this is this is how the nfl <laughs> responds to one of the best one of the best sporting events. I'm generally a fan of Color Rush. I think I've expressed that. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I think experimenting with the uniforms in kind of goofy ways is a good thing. The Bucks uniform is easily the worst uniform that they've come up with. It's, it's somehow worse than the Bucks new uniforms. The, yeah. the Bucks Color Rush, just like the ketchup bottle with the digital alarm clock numbers, garbage. Garbage. Shout out to the Falcons, though. Um, they appear to be real. Yeah. There, there are a they, couple they're they're beating the slump week. right now. They had it's a couple true. bad weeks, but they're they're beating the odds right now. Yeah. So it's uh, still Muhammad Sanu. That's become something that's very real. He's emerged as a very credible, very solid number two receiver. And you you're not going to be able to put your number one pass defender on both Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu. It's it's kind of you're you're kind of fucked if 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 you're in pass defense against. The Atlanta Falcons. I also do want to say that we were able to see uh, one of my personal favorite NFL players play today. He is very near and dear to my heart. Mike Glennon, the first and only winner of the Kissing Susie Colbert Ugly Bowl. I like the giraffe. Yeah, his neck is so long, dude. His neck is amazing. That was a terrible game following some fantastic sports, and it really kind of highlights just how kind of garbage the nfl is this yep. year yep it's absolutely just, just terrible one good game though lions vikings lions vikings yes and this is can the bandwagon to the vikings 
fall off any harder than it is right now. They, <laughs> they're confusing a lot of people, myself included. We were all crowning them as like kings of the NFC three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Three, and, four weeks ago. And now it's like, oh, oh, well, uh. Congratulations to the Lions, first off. Yep. Like, that was a pretty awesome way to win. Golden Tate's touchdown right at the end there was kind of phenomenal. And mm-hmm. just oh, God. the Lions, the Lions are beating the odds right here. Stafford looks great. The Lions, Jim Bob Cooter has got that offense humming That's like true. a tractor. It's true. A lot of the uh, sports pundits have said that I believe it's what three out of the five Detroit Lions wins have come when their opponents were leading with. Like a minute. And I think it was ninety left. seconds. Ninety left, seconds yeah. left. Yeah, and there the argument is that oh no, Matt Stafford's just getting lucky, and I don't think that's I don't think that's true. No, I, th- no, I, th- I, I think I think he's really good at putting together those you know two minute drill drives at the end of games. To if win. their offense keeps doing this, Jim Bob Cooter is going to get some uh, head coaching looks, and I don't know if I'm ready for head coach, <laughs> head Jim, coach Bob Jim Bob Cooter. Bob Cooter. I don't know if the world is ready for that, man. Probably not, mm-hmm. but. There's a pretty good chance that everything is broken and on fire tomorrow anyway. So we yeah, may never true. see head coach Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah, well, well hey, if this is the week uh, if this is the week the NFL goes out on I'm okay with going out on this week because the yeah. Giants beat the Eagles. Okay. <laughs> Straight up didn't expect that. The Eagles no. have just had kind of basically just had the Giants number, especially on defense mm-hmm. for the past few seasons. Mm-hmm. For some reason their defense just felt like it was built to just grind the Giants offense into a pulp yeah but our offense looked good Eli had a four touchdown day two mm-hmm. picks one was bad the other one was tipped so I don't blame him for yeah that one. yeah Tip the Eagles happen. did not look all that good and they've made I think like a few years a few weeks ago we were kind of praising Doug Peterson for the job he was doing we were. but we in were. those in those few weeks since he's kind of come to light making some poor decisions and there was he left at least six points on the board yesterday which would have won the eagles the game the eagles had multiple chances to win that game they kept going for it on fourth down yeah some of them and most of them were not necessary most of them it was definitely a case where just take the field goal Mm -hmm. i'm i'm never one to be like don't go for it on fourth down i i there are many situations i i generally think head coaches should go for it on fourth down me too right but in this game, there were there were a lot of those that like no, where the way the score is, just you gotta you gotta take the points. Um, yeah. I do want to say that although Carson Wentz didn't throw for any touchdowns and had two interceptions today, he I I'm still on the Wentz wagon. I think he's still a great quarterback. A lot. I think right now he's getting to... held back by some poor play calling and I, some so really bad receivers. That's that's what I was I was going to say. I think one of his interceptions came on a bobble and another one I, or maybe both of them did something like that. I, one I, was I, too high. One one pass one was way too was, high. Okay. I, I, I think the other pass was a really good play by Collins. I don't know. Neither of them were like I think they were both, you can kind of blame him for both, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like, he's got terrible weapons, and Peterson's yeah. calling, like, design runs for Carson Wentz, like, multiple times a game. The one fourth down play where they yeah. called a designed run for yeah. Wentz, and he got well, swallowed up behind yep. the line of scrimmage. It was, yeah. it, Wentz is not a runner. No, he's, he's not. He's not. He's not a runner. Why are you calling all these design runs for him? Like, I know you had Alex Smith and KC, Mr. Doug Peterson with a D, but... <laughs> Seriously, what kind of name is that? Peterson with P- a D. Peterson, yeah. Peterson. Peterson. 
Ray was Ray was friend of the show. Ray Rayberg was texting me updates uh, on on the game because he he was watching it at a bar and he was just like it was a, it was a frustrating game for him to watch. Obviously, as an Eagles fan, because when when because they were decisions. in that game they were they were in that game until the very end I said it already they had three chances to win that game but i think those three chances all like they were opportunities to kind of ice it and not like stomp on the throat of of the giants but but really just reverse the the momentum and you know at the very end and just couldn't couldn't get it done not at all to my delight yeah, i was also sure. watching it in a bar i'm gonna confess to all my listeners, I didn't actually watch much football this weekend. I was in New York City because my wife was running the New York City Marathon, which means I had to go be a good husband and cheer <laughs> her on, yeah. which I was. But while she was in a, a long leg in Central Park where I where she, I couldn't access her because there were so many people, I was waiting for her to finish. I went to a nearby bar, and I watched the Giants score their fourth touchdown pass to Sterling Shepard in a beautiful play where nice. he was wide open after being interfered with so i got to see the giants win in new york i got to see an eagles fan who was also in the bar at the back curse <laughs> and it was great i was gonna say good game for uh for sterling shepherd good game for sterling shepherd good game for pretty much all the giants receivers yeah yeah eli really kind of spread the ball around beckham had two shepherd had one cruz mm-hmm. had a nice big long play the uh new guy robert lewis roger Jr. lewis yeah Good, out, for, out good for good for the Giants. State. Yeah, good good for good for the Giants. Not so much for the other New York team. No. No. Oh, the Jets are so Ooh, bad and the really, Dolphins are 500. Really yeah, how how the hell did that happen? They've been playing bad teams? Maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, but... I guess they beat the Steelers, but Overall, the, the Dolphins are 500, and the Jets are so bad. So the Jets are really, really bad. I do I, want to point out that um, Fitzpatrick and Tannehill basically had the exact same stats in this game, only Fitzpatrick had two interceptions. I, so I have always... Kind of hilarious. They are the same quarterback to me. They are the, they are the same exact enjoy, quarterback to me. I don't enjoy watching Ryan Tannehill play football. Mm. I, I watch Ryan Tannehill, and I'm just like, he's just bleh he's not he looks kind of lost he doesn't look like he's the right fit i watch ryan fitzpatrick even though he sucks i just enjoy watching ryan fitzpatrick play quarterback because he's out there giving it his all even when he is <laughs> sure. making terrible decisions sure, yeah, like he yeah, had the he lateral play i just like watching watching fitzpatrick because he he tries mm-hmm. he's trying sure. so hard and i admire that sure that's true he's not trying well enough <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, JHI has had another great game on the ground. Uh, he's quickly becoming becoming yeah. It's it's quickly becoming clear that it's 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 real now for him. Yeah. It's not just a kind of flash in the pan because the the Jets' run D is very good. Their pass defense not so much, but their run defense is very good. And JHI was able to you know rack up a touchdown and you know 111 yards on 20 something carries. So yeah. that's, nothing, that's nothing to, you know, sneeze at. So remember last week when I said that the Chiefs might be the most boring team in football? Oh, yeah. You know what game just basically sucked? Uh, Jaguars it, at the Jaguars Chiefs. Jaguars Chiefs? It was. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Three touchdowns, period, uh, yep. in that game. A score Blake of 14 Bortles. to 19. 
Uh, just, uh, just, Nick Foles did a thing. Who cares? The Chiefs are, I mean, they're winning games. They're in the the AFC West race, but uh, I just don't care. Yeah, do you want to watch them? No. No, No, I don't. (laughs) If I was going to turn that game on, I was going to turn it on to see how bad the Jaguars were. Yeah. I wasn't going to watch that game for the Chiefs. Yeah. They're so there. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't care. What was I want you to guess what the longest uh, downfield play receiving for the Chiefs was? Nine yards. Oh no, no, <laughs> a little bit longer. Twenty-four to Charkander oh. West, but still, you know, and they they didn't even have they had Nick Foles playing quarterback this week. He's not a boring quarterback. He's like fun and and can you know sling it a little bit. I just. This offense is is the equivalent of remember that guy who went on Jeopardy and and just won all the time but in really boring ways and everyone was kind of mad about it. Yeah, because he was on the show for like three months. Yeah, straight, yeah. and he just kept winning. Yeah, the Chiefs are that. I don't know about that. I would consider that the I would consider Ken Jennings the Patriots. Oh no, not Ken Jennings, the other guy. The, who, the other guy who had the strategy of like picking squares. I can't remember his name. Albert Chu. Thank you, Ray. Ray Rayberg, friend of the show, coming through clutch with uh, that Jeopardy trivia. Albert Chu, who had the, uh, the the strategy to pick these random squares that gave him the best chance at winning, but it was not that fun to watch. But yeah, Ken Jennings is definitely the Patriots of, uh, of Jeopardy. So the Browns lost again, yep. as expected. Yep. I just want to point out, the Browns haven't won since Johnny Manziel started at a quarterback the last time the browns won johnny manziel was the starting quarterback is there a curse is there a manziel curse in cleveland oh my god maybe holy crap i didn't even think about that but you're totally right i mean they were never going to win this game no they were never they were never going to beat the cowboys but yeah maybe maybe they need to (laughs) i don't know man hire hire him on as a isn't like an assistant oc or something so not really much to say there. No, no. Mark Sanchez got some snaps. That's or yeah. he, he had one pass attempt for eight yards, and that's that. I do want to point that out because it's always funny when Mark Sanchez plays. Ravens beat the Steelers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of people. Typical were... grinded out, boring win. Yeah. AFC North. There was a time when these two teams meeting each other was really fun to watch, but now they're both just kind of flawed and fumbly yep. the Steelers rushed Ben back as they always do because they don't have a backup because they haven't invested one yeah they're basically a lot like the Cowboys in that sense that's true and the the really funny thing is that the story this week has been did they rush Ben Roethlisberger back the answer well, is of yeah. course yes but the the other the other answer is did they make the right decision and that answer is yes as well what else are they gonna do you know they can't they, they don't have Dak Prescott behind him. No, no. They've got Landry, Landry Jones. Jones. Yeah. It's... Whatever. Ravens move to 500. The Ravens aren't good. This yep. year, that whole division is kind of. Bad. Yeah, they've they've kind of when now that the Steelers have kind of found themselves in a bit of a slump, that that's kind of brought down the level of play. Saints, are they good? Oh God, I. Mm. I are the Saints. Good? I don't think so. Ah, I not. I, mm. I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. The Saints I really have don't been like so. the Lions for the past few weeks. Like mm-hmm. they're winning these games, and I'm like, are they 
good. I mean, this was against the 49ers, and we yeah. need to take a moment here. The 49ers are terrible. They, Everyone knows really they're bad. terrible. They were in the Super Bowl just a few years ago. Yep, yep. It's amazing yep. just how badly that team tanked. They were yep. in the Super Bowl. Then they went They went to three straight NFC championships, one Super Bowl right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Then they had kind of a down year at 8-8 eight and eight where there was just behind-the-scenes drama because Jed York is a giant man baby. Yeah. And yep. they got rid of Harbaugh. Harbaugh's off making headlines with every silly little dad thing he does yep. Yep. in – Michigan, Michigan and 49ers have just they've gone back down to probably even before where they were when yeah. they were, when they needed Alex Smith. The 49ers are a joke. It's amazing how quickly they fell. Well, here's here's the thing though is that quietly, well not quietly, but Colin Kaepernick had a, had himself a really good game. Colin Kaepernick, yes, Colin Kaepernick. Again, I didn't watch much football this weekend. Colin Kaepernick looks. I'm going to go look up at the stat line and see if it follows. 398 yards, two TDs. Yeah, one one interception and a a lost fumble. That that happens when you can't protect your quarterback, which is whatever. But Colin Kaepernick, watching, watching this game, Colin Kaepernick looked back in form after about like uh, you know, so, somewhere in the like second quarter, he started to hit his stride and really kind of looked like the Kaepernick of old making those plays. The problem is you you let the Saints hang 41 on you. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, it's not something you can do. Also, who is your running back? Who? Hey, who? I don't know. Who? Yeah. No, that's that's the answer is you don't really have one. So, it, <laughs> yeah, no, the 40 the 49ers are bad and it's kind of it's kind of a shame that they are because Colin Kaepernick now seems to be uh, kind of hitting a new stride a little bit. And I you know, I wish him all the best. I, I the league is better when he plays better, so Thinking back to Jaguars Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Which game is more un- was more unwatchable? Mm-hmm. Jaguars Chiefs or Panthers, Panthers Rams? Ram- Panthers Rams. I'm going to say Panthers Rams. 13 to 10 Panthers Rams. What an unwatchable garbage yeah. game. Yep. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Absolutely not fun to watch in any way. First of all, Jacksonville uh, Chiefs was higher scoring. You know, yeah. we had that. There were that's pathetic. There were yeah, yeah. There were more touchdowns scored in that game. There was a whole one more touchdown scored in that game than there was in uh, in Rams Panthers. It was also just like this wasn't the kind of defensive struggle that is fun to watch. I don't need I don't need super high flying offenses, you know. I don't need every score to be 41-23. I don't need that. A defensive struggle can be can be fun to watch. This wasn't that. Shame on you, Los Angeles and Carolina. Uh-huh. Nebulous yeah. nebulous word Carolina. I think that the problem is you have two teams, two teams that are actually very similar in their and it's their offensive lines. So I I think that when you have those defensive struggles, you need an offensive line. You you need to have a decent running game to kind of keep things moving and keep momentum going, even if you uh, the teams don't score. It's at least something kind of fun to watch. And both Todd Gurley and uh, Jonathan Stewart, neither of them broke 50 yards on the day. To have a That's game a like, Giants level running game, right yeah, there. really, That's really, it really is. So not only can these teams not really protect their quarterback or run block, you know, and, and to have to have both of these 
teams with strong front sevens coming up against an offensive line like that, this is what you're going to get. And it's 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 a shame that that it happened, but you know we probably should have been able to call this. I think this game was was a lot more exciting when you don't when you don't think about it for very long. Like, oh yeah, Rams Panthers, that could be a fun defensive struggle. But if you really start to dig in, I feel like we could have made this prediction last week if we had kind of gotten into this a little bit more. That this game would just be not good to watch. So. So, <laughs> I just want to point out that the Packers lost to the Colts. Yeah. At home in Lambeau. Yep. <laughs> the Colts' pass defense, which was earlier oh, this year man. carved up by Brock Osweiler. Brock fucking Osweiler. The Packers lost to this Colts team. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What is wrong uh, with the Packers? Yeah. I. Aaron Rodgers, like... He, his stats are fine, His stats but he are just fine. doesn't look right. No, no. And nobody can really seem to put a finger on it. Yeah. Because everyone's like, it's probably Olivia Munn. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's Olivia Munn. <laughs> Olivia Munn is <laughs> affecting his brain. It's a distraction. He's, he's, he's just sitting there all game. He's like, oh, there's the Colts over there. Hmm, yeah. But I'm going to, there's Olivia Munn in the stands, and she's kind of there, and yeah. <laughs> I'm dating her. Okay. Hmm, State Farm is good, sec. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> That's, that's the, my that's my interpretation of Aaron Rodgers' thought process this season. Good. It's it's weird to look at these Packers, uh, this Packers team this year because you can't. And if you listen, this to, is the most unwatchable Packers team in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm and, not the biggest fan of the Packers because I'm just kind of sick of them being good all the time. But mm-hmm. even though they're flawed now, they just feel very unwatchable. They're not mm-hmm. funny. Like mm-hmm. when they're good, it's their offense is really fun to watch when they're good. Rodgers is throwing it into little needle holes yeah yeah nelson's running down the field like they're they can be a really fun team to watch even when you don't like them mm-hmm. this year they're just mm-hmm. blah that's that's true uh, and, and that's that's a literal word blah blah b-l-u-h blah blah uh in in aaron Rodgers' press conference he's he's kind of as confused about it as we are he he seems to have our same opinion that something is just kind of off and he can't like maybe it's enthusiasm, but like his stats are there. the The rushing stats were fine, nope. I guess. Not really. Not really. The num- by the numbers, Rogers is still okay. Yeah. You you watch the games and there's he's just not Aaron Rodgers. Right. It's it's you can this is the kind of thing you can't really tell from looking at the stat sheet. Right. It, no. You have to you have to watch this game and, and to quote Ben McAdoo, stats are for losers. Gah. I'm I'm gonna say that that made me like Ben McAdoo a little bit. I like that. I like that he just said that in a press conference. He's just like, well, what about the numbers? Yeah, well, shut up. Stats are for losers. Like I, I gave him a little. We, I've given McAdoo a lot of shit, but that that line made me like him a little. Sure, bit. sure. It doesn't it doesn't even matter if you really like follow stats, which if you do, I think you're kind of missing a lot of the goodness in football. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's a different argument for a different day. Right. Ben McAdoo telling the reporter basically to shove off with stats are for losers. That's that's fun. That's actual personality. That's what you want a little bit in a head coach. You want a yeah. little bit of fun. You want something to be there instead of just putty. Yep. That's why I love uh, Rex Ryan. So, can we... The AFC West is kind of incredible. Yes. Yes, it is. And I feel kind of bad for the Chargers because it's clear yeah. the Chargers are good and they just had a rough start to the season mm-hmm. and they're going to be digging their way out of it this mm-hmm. whole season because mm-hmm. the Chargers are legitimately good. They are. Melvin Gordon is legitimately good. Yep. They're, 
they're good. Maybe Mike McCoy is acceptable as a head coach. Mm-hmm. It's gotten to that point where I'm not entirely kick him off the seat anymore. Right. Something is working with the Chargers. They're very good, and I kind of want to see them reach the playoffs. Uh, they have I, they have a chance at doing that. You know, they have a, a pretty decent chance at doing that. I it's would kind be... of amazing. The both both conferences are pretty shit. The NFC is probably mm-hmm. more shit than the AFC. The AFC is basically the Patriots and the AFC West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where all the good is. The NFC is the the NFC East is pretty good, and everyone else is not. I, I would not be surprised if the AFC West sends two or more teams to the playoffs. Oh, I'm I'm fully expecting the Patriots to be the number one seed, yeah. the Raiders to be the number two seed, mm-hmm. and either the Broncos, Broncos or the Chargers, or Chargers. getting yep. one of the wild cards. Left. Yep, yep. And I again, I, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if it's both. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the way it, it kind of seems to be shaking out right now if you had to – if I had to make a pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, that's that's kind of... I want to give credit to the Chargers because Philip Rivers is playing angry, but he always... Philip Rivers, you can't... I was watching ESPN. They were just like, you can't kill Philip Rivers. You, you just can't. I kind of want to see... Phil, you know Inside Out? Did you see Inside Out? No, I didn't. The, the, the Pixar movie yeah, where with the, with the they emotions. go into their heads yeah. with the emotions? I want to see that movie in philip rivers oh jeez! i want to see the emotions in philip rivers head because i feel like they're probably all hypercharged and yeah just fighting for the controls at any yes given moment. oh my god yeah i would i would give to see philip rivers inside out the movie you should you should make a comment i would love that <laughs> i should you, can, you really you really that's should a that's idea. a really good idea dude all right if that comic <laughs> ever comes up you just heard the genesis of that right here Boom. That's a that's great. I'm going to see if I can work that into a comic. Do it. Uh, do it. I'm going to write that down. I'm writing that down. You are nice. hearing me write that down right now. I don't know how exciting that is for listeners. <laughs> but, and I'm just kind of talking over because you don't want to hear just pen sounds. Right. Well, I do. I do want to say because there, there's some other there's there's other things I want to talk about this game. One, uh, Marcus Mariota looks good. I'm I'm glad he is playing well. He seems to be coming into his own. The Titans look better than. I thought they would. They're fun to watch. They're okay. They're, they're, they're okay. The Titans are fun to watch. They're mm-hmm. not great. Mike Malarkey is still yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Get rid of him. But Give Marcus Mariota a chance. Yeah, Mar- Mariota is going to be like around him. for a while, which which is which is nice because he's a fun quarterback to watch. I mean, let's – the AFC South is like yeah. the opposite of the AFC <laughs> That's West. true. That's the Texans true. are technically in the lead with – Five wins, yeah. and three losses. I think. Four, no, but, no. The Titans are four and five. Well, the Texans are leading. Oh, the te- I thought you said the Titans. Yes. Okay. No, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The Texans are leading. Right. The Titans are, yes. I guess, second place. Yeah. Or no, maybe the Colts are second place. The Colts, I thought. Can, I don't know. We can look this up. I don't know. The Colts and the Titans are like right there, mm-hmm. fighting for second, and then the Jaguars are just like yeah, you know, eating their own not, poop. They're not. Uh, I do want to say, yeah, the Titans are third. So the the other thing about this game that's relevant to today, actually, uh, uh, California voting today oh, on, on the referendum for the Chargers stadium, the to be determined Chargers. Yes. Are they are they Los Angeles? Are they San Diego? It's going to be. Well, it's going to be it's going to be Las Vegas or not. Not Las Vegas. I'm no, confusing. Raiders are Raiders. going to Vegas. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be based on what this referendum uh, uh decides and whether or not they can steal taxpayer money to build another stadium you know but 
it'll be interesting. We'll have that answer tomorrow. So, you know, this is going to be another one of those times where we're, we're talking about this thing that's go going to be either decided or irrelevant by the time the podcast goes up. But it is it is election day while while we're recording this, and there is an NFL uh, referendum on the ballot in California. Go vote, people! Mm -hmm. Even though you already voted, or just go back so, in time. Use a time machine. Use a time machine. Go back and vote, especially if you didn't vote because yep. you're a dick. Yep. So I don't want to talk too much about this because honestly, I think the Raiders just solidified themselves as the top AFC West team mm -hmm. with their win over the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Good for the Raiders. They mm -hmm. they look now like the team that we thought they were supposed to be at the beginning of yep. the season. Yep. Good for the Raiders. I love watching them. One of the few good teams, fun teams to watch this year. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. But I want to move on because I think the one game that I think a lot of people are going to be talking about as the bombs fall. Mm-hmm. Bills Seahawks. Bills Seahawks. Bills Seahawks. So yesterday I was having my travel nightmare and mm -hmm. Sam texts me right as I'm in the train trying to get back to my home station so I can finally go home and go to sleep. And he's just like, Dave, what? What is happening? What? This is amazing. What? I'm just like, I don't what I don't know what's happening. You're talking, but I'm I'm sleepy and into the world. <laughs> I got home. Sam sent me the recap of it, and I watched this, the end-of-half scenario, mm -hmm. and the officiating in the NFL has gotten so bad. This, this might be one of the worst uh, officiating snafus that I have ever seen. I think right, this, so to me, is off, worse than the I want, Mary. Yes, this this is absolutely atrocious. It didn't. I don't think it cost the Bills the game or anything like that. I think it definitely mm. affected the outcome. Yeah. But, but at the end, end of the half, it wasn't like... It wasn't the fail Mary in that it was a make or break play that right, decided the game. Right. But still, this yeah. was a bigger screw up. First off, before we get to how terrible the officiating is, I want to call Richard Sherman an asshole. Yeah. Because yeah. the way he flew into the kicker there was, it was dirty. It, it, I don't think there's any way around it because you watch any other player go for the block on a field goal. You know what they do? Mm -hmm. They stick their arms out to cover as much space as possible to cover everything. You watch Sherman that play. He basically leads with his shoulder like he's trying to yeah, knock out does. a wide receiver across yep. the middle. That was horseshit yeah. bullshit. I love Sherman. That was a dirty play. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm not even going to add anything because that's exactly how I feel about it. And he basically got away with it. That's, he did get away with it, dude. He, yeah, he got away with it. It's... That, that was such a terrible sequence of events. Yeah. All right. So let, let's recap here. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we got to take up to go it. for the field goal. Sherman jumps off sides. Way it was. It the was very clearly don't offsides. blow the whistle, which mm -hmm. is what something mistake number one. He he clearly offsides. Like he he goes unabated to the kicker because obviously the Bills player knows he was offsides. He runs, leads with his shoulder, knocks Carpenter down. Carpenter is then like hurt, writhing in pain. And, yeah writhing in pain and the refs call the penalty the refs and well the refs throw a flag and they call the refs throw a flag the offsides penalty they call the offsides after the they play. should have blown dead after yes. the play but because carpenter is hurt they have to take him off the field because it's not uh because it's it, they did not call roughing the kicker yeah they didn't call roughing the kicker they have to they have to take Carpenter off the field and then the Bills have to spike the ball mm -hmm. so that they can get another chance 
And then they send Carpenter back on, but they call a delay of game on the Bills because the official is kind of in the way as the ball is being placed. Yeah. And so the Bills can't snap the ball because the official's in the way. And they finally, the official finally gets out of the way. And the with Bills. With five seconds, I believe, left. With on five the, seconds uh, left, which clock. isn't enough time. And no. it's not, it, that's a major snafu by the officials. It's just awful. It's just terrible. The, to, now, to give a little bit more context to this, Carpenter made, I believe Carpenter attempted three field goals in this sequence of events. He made two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of those didn't count. The one for the delay of game didn't count. They lined up and t- I think there was like another thing that happened. This whole thing in the last five seconds of this half, this whole thing start to finish took seven minutes. Seven minutes. For effectively that is, three uh, seconds of action. Yeah, yeah. That is more than a minute per second. <laughs> that is two minutes per second, in fact. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Dan Carpenter missed the last one after the five-yard delay of game penalty. And God, <laughs> they, they cut to Rex Ryan right after. And he... He was rightly furious. He was well. He was. There was a moment in his mind was like, I'm either going to go over to the refs and like tell them get myself ejected. Yeah, literally, like just just get myself ejected, or I'm just going to head straight for the fucking locker room. And he he chose the latter, and I was kind of disappointed about it because I want to see Rex Ryan get ejected because it, it'll be a time. It would have been funny, and it would have been worth it for that because that was the NFL. They had to admit that they screwed up. Like, mm-hmm. they admit they screwed up, which is, I, I guess, that's a positive development for the NFL, as pathetic as yeah, that is, because they refuse to acknowledge their mistakes and other terrible, terrible calls. Mm-hmm. Just just disgusting. Yeah. And, well, here's here's the thing. You say it didn't really you, – you don't think it really affected the game. I mean, it did. I, it you, clearly did. Listen. I, I'm just comparing it to the fail Mary, which oh, was, sure, a, sure, which was, which the was end a, of the game. a single play yeah, yeah, yeah. which decided the game yeah. one way or the other. Um, but here here's the thing. Like, the Bills, if that delay a game penalty wasn't called. So, so, personally, I can get past the roughing the kicker call. If it were just that, it would just be a missed call. They, you know, they kick the field goal, and that's that's fine. The delay of game penalty to me is much that, more egregious. That was that was that was worse because that's yeah. the officials just that, straight up screwing the Bills yes, over because exactly, they can't exactly. manage the clock. They can't manage their own job. Now, assuming assuming that field goal counted because Carpenter made it right without the delay of game penalty, that their the score, the Bills would have had that field goal on the board before the before the half uh, before halftime that would have if everything else goes the same way the score then when the bills are driving downfield is 28 to 31 which means they mm-hmm. don't have to go for it on fourth down they no. can try to kick a field goal it would have been a long field goal but it would have it, it would have been enough to send the game to overtime yes. so again you know it, it's it's a whole bunch of what ifs there, right? But uh, you gotta you gotta feel for Bills fans, right? I wanted to see the Bills win this game. I think the Bills are a lot more legit than people give them credit for, and uh, you know, I think Ty- Tyrod Taylor had himself a fucking game. He's fun to watch. Like yeah. Lashawn McCoy went off too. Like uh, it was, and you know, Robert Woods is great. I, I don't know, man. It was it was really really frustrating to watch. That said, 
it's nice to see Jimmy Graham back. We missed you. We, we, I guess so. I, I like watching Jimmy Graham play. Before we move on to predictions, yes, I just want to give uh, a small, small little happy note to the Dolphins mm. because did you see the fat guy running with football and hurdling? Oh yeah, that was amazing. 335 pound defensive lineman catches an interception on basically jumping a route, which is fantastic in and of itself. And then on the return, hurdles the Jets <laughs> attempted tackle. It mm-hmm. This dude is 335 pounds and he hurdles someone. Oh my, fantastic. Fat man running yeah. with football is already yeah. one of the best things about football. And this was fat man hurdling with football. Classic. It was a fantastic. classic good football thing. And Blair Walsh is dead. Yep. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. <laughs> Blair Walsh is dead. Oh, one other thing. Mm. So mm-hmm. this came out kind of yesterday that Belichick and Brady endorsed Trump. oh yeah well so so we might as well get a little bit into politics because it's going to be kind of hard to yeah ignore. it's kind of hard so not to. i just wanted to say that if trump wins by a margin of massachusetts electoral votes and then everything goes to shit can we blame tom brady for the destruction of the world yes yes we can yes we can okay he's at least partially responsible and as is bill belichick so so the story came out right that Tom, that Donald Trump at a rally read this letter that Bill Belichick supposedly wrote him that sounded exactly like Donald Trump wrote a letter to himself in the way that Bill Belichick the, the way that he thought Bill Belichick would write him a letter. But then today it was confirmed that that letter was completely uh, legitimate. So if if you needed more of a reason to hate the Patriots, uh, well. You know, now, now, now you freaking got one. There you go, Sam. You were mad about the election. I, this I, week. Yeah, yeah. And listen, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know where where both Dave and myself come come down on you know on on sides this year. However, I, we're gonna we're gonna bring back this week and fuck you for a, for a little bit. And I, I want to talk specifically about ESPN and ESPN's. Uh, election week sports center coverage. I watch ESPN a lot because I I do work as as a sports writer and I you know I want to stay informed for the podcast and all of that. Informed. Inf- watch ESPN. Yeah. Does oh, not compute. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and to be fair though, I I'm I'm a fan of ESPN. I think that in recent years they have done better at at actually like being entertaining while delivering good news. That said. This week, they've been going pretty much all out, or like since Friday or Thursday last week, going all out with like little election analogies. Just this morning, they did like on SportsCenter Coast to Coast, they did like top five NFL players who share last names with presidents. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Oh, it's oh, d- d- that is so it's pathetic. really <laughs> pathetic. And it was like, oh, it's America's. It, today is America's choice. But now we're going to talk about America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. And in any other election year, you know, I'd kind of be able to brush this off and be like, you know, ha ha ha, funny, funny, it's whatever, it's cutesy, I get it, you're trying to be relevant, and it's, and it's, and it's harmless. This year, I'm not so sure. When, when the election is, is, has someone who is trying to deport millions upon millions upon millions of people uh, en masse from the country... Uh, wants to institute a religious ban in the country and has, in no uncertain terms, promoted 
honestly fascist, literally fascist ways of thinking. You know, this election isn't that cute, ESPN. This election is pretty fucking important uh, for, for a lot of fucking people. I think it's at, at best irresponsible and at worst actively harmful for, for them to try to kind of, oh, man, let's do this little fun thing. It's election day. Ha uh, ha ha! Go vote, uh, but but here's here's a bunch of presidential presidential sounding football players. No, this is fucking serious. This is fucking serious. Lives literally hang in the balance. Okay, so yes, I agree. To steal, I I try and keep my political opinions kind of separate. I try to quote unquote stick to sports. Yeah, so do but I. I think I'm most sorry. people who read the comic probably know more or less where my values are, mm-hmm. and I've refrained from saying who I'm voting for. But more or less, I'm gonna steal a quote from one of my favorite Twitter follows. Shout out to Allbro at Broman Console. He's one of my favorite follows. He's really funny. His tweet basically summed it up for me. Hey, if you're voting for Trump, remember your candidate has so little self-control that they had to give him a Twitter timeout. This is the guy you want in charge of the nuclear weapons. Yeah. That's basically where it stands for me. So It's not fucking funny. It's not. But you know what is funny? Football. Football Football is is funny. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for bringing me back. I was about to go to a really, really dark place, Dave. I know. Thank you. I wanted to save you. you. Thank and I you. wanted to save you by talking about Thursday Night Football. No! At the <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Nothing makes you feel good like can Thursday we, can Night we, Football. Can we, can we go back to maybe the bombs dropping tomorrow and not having to watch Browns versus Ravens? Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> So okay, let's let's fucking pick it. Let's just fucking pick it. Uh, do you think this is Ravens. one of the games that the Browns can win? I don't. This is definitely a game. I think the Browns can win this game because I don't think the Ravens are that good, but I think the Ravens will win. Yeah, yeah. Well, I so if if you told me the Browns were playing at home, I would probably pick the Browns. I'd probably say that they might be able to get it. We're together. getting into the territory with the Browns where. Basically, they could win every game, but they probably won't win yeah. every game. Yeah. We're just trying to figure out what that upset game is going to be. Mm-hmm. Because I don't I don't think they're going to go 0-16. I, I but either, I have no idea which game they're going to win. That's that's the thing. They're, they have to win one of them if they're not going to go 0-16. And, and eh, time is running out. There are, there are a small handful of games left on their schedule that they have a chance at. And this is one of them. So if they blow it on Thursday... You know, they're they're going to have to really start thinking about where that one win is going to come from if that's their goal is is just let's yeah. get one. So you want you want some real good time. I want to make you feel better. Okay, okay. After seeing Browns and Ravens yeah. and Thursday Night Football, I want to make you feel good. Uh-huh. So here's a matchup that'll make you feel good: uh-huh. Texans at the Jack. That's not. That's <laughs> not. That's not that. That's the opposite of that. It's literally the exact opposite thing. <laughs> Can we? Uh, I don't even want to pick this game because I don't give a no, shit. No, no. Well, I'm gonna pick this game because I want. Because what I really, really want here is about is a six to tell, six. Tell me what tie. you want. What you really, I, I, really want. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. What I want is a six to six tie where 
the Jaguars score one touchdown and the Texans score two field goals. <laughs> I want one touchdown eight. and they miss the extra point. That, I, if that wasn't clear. Okay, that's that's. Cool. I want a six so, to six tie. I want a two to two. Tie. Okay, sure, sure. Two safeties. Sure, if we're if we're going if we're going with the tie, why not? Why I not want shoot the for two the safeties to happen on the very first two drives of the oh game. Oh my god. Okay. Well, so <laughs> I want, listen. I want, I want the Texans to kick off. The Jaguars get it and immediately get a safety, and then the Jaguar and then the Texans get the ball, and then they immediately get a safety, and then there is no scoring for the rest of the uh, entire game. Dave, listen, if that happens <laughs> in in Texans Jaguars, it will automatically be my favorite game of football and I'll I'll just watch the whole thing and I won't even be mad. <laughs> and if if the Texans and the Jaguars have back-to-back safeties on back-to-back their first safeties drives and the rest of the, of the game, game is 3 and out. Yeah, yeah, I three and listen or, or yeah, it, that's it. It'd be worth it. It would be absolutely worth it. I it, yep. I want that. The greatest thing that could ever possibly so we're both picking ties for dex texans jaguars <laughs> yes cool 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 broncos at the saints this could, might actually be a good could, game this because be fun maybe the saints, the saints are good, are good. Saints we don't good. know yep uh i i still am gonna take the broncos in this one though because their past defense is very good yes i don't i don't think uh, i don't think drew Brees is gonna have as easy of a time <laughs> Uh, this no. week as he did last week, just kind of airing okay. it out. So that game was pretty good, mm-hmm. but I want to bring you back bring to you a back great down. matchup. Oh, yeah. And that is Rams, Rams Jets. I, Jets. How did I know that you were going to go immediately to Rams Jets? <laughs> God damn it. I'm straight up reading it off the site. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you schedule. are. I'm sure you are. I just Because <laughs> I have the matchups right here, too. I I, I think uh, the Rams are going to oh win this game. Gosh. I think, we have to, but we have to pick someone. Here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually fairly confident that the Rams. I'm going to pick the game. Jets. Really? Okay. I'm going to go against you. Okay. I'm going to pick the Jets. Why? Why you think? Because fuck if I know. Okay. Sure. Sure. Fair. <laughs> all life fair is pain, enough. and we are infinitesimal dust, dust specks mm. in an uncaring, cold universe. <laughs> Watch football. Yep. Yep, yep. Falcons at Eagles. Hey, this 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 would no. This will be fun. This will be a fun game to watch. Falcons are probably going to. Yeah, I I agree, and I I've been saying Falcons' strength is their passing game. The Eagles' weakness on defense is their cornerbacks. So I I think Julio Jones is going to have a pretty good week. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Same it, with Muhammad Sanu. Play play your Falcons receivers this week if you if you got them. Not not that not that you haven't been if you have Julio Jones yeah. and Muhammad Sanu on. No, I got team. Julio Jones. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play him. I'm who I because I I don't know. No, I'm going to play Aguilar instead. Uh, <laughs> no, I I this is going to be a fun game to watch. There's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of nice airing it out passing because. Because the Eagles secondary is bad. However, the Falcons secondary out of nowhere is his the Falcons defense kind of gelled. Okay. I disagree. Let's move on. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, well, not not their not their run defense, but I think their no. pass defense has gotten better. Let's let's say that it's it's not okay. good, but it's gotten okay. a lot better than it oh, was. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I just after that really possible fun matchup i just wanted to bring it back to 2016 football with chiefs and panthers chiefs panthers chiefs panthers the chiefs are gonna grind out an effective win and i'm not going to watch it because who gives a shit are you Uh, well uh, is that your pick Uh, so that's interesting i i'm gonna pick the chiefs okay okay 
I I think the Chiefs are a better team than the They're Panthers a boring are. team. I I think the Chiefs are better. Yeah, and here and the the way that the Panthers beat the Chiefs is they kind of they they stifle them with a defense that doesn't allow them to get, make those easy throws. And I'm not I'm I'm thinking about this right now. I'm not as I'm not confident in the Panthers defense to do that at all. I no. so so yeah, no, I'm 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 going to have to agree with you. And, what about this? Mm-hmm. This this incredible game Bears. Bears Bucks. <laughs> Bears Bucks. These matchups are terrible. garbage. At least they're all. Oh at least these are God. all going to be competitive matchups. Yeah, because everyone's because everyone's garbage. Yeah, is Everyone is. These are all toilet teams. That's fine. Let's talk about the Bears real quick. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler is back and he looked okay. I, I think. I think that this could be. And I'm hoping that this will be a shootout. And I'm hoping that the Bears the, the Bears win, and they look fairly convincing doing so. I think the Bears will win this game by one point, oh. thanks to a missed extra Oh, point. by Robert Aguayo! <laughs> That's my prediction. He's calling it. He's calling it right now. The Bucks are going to tie it up late in the fourth quarter under oh, two-minute warning, man. and Aguayo is going to shank the extra point, oh, and the Bears are going to sit on it. That's how I predict it. That's how I predict it. And Bucks fans, Oof. no one's going to be able to defend it anymore. Nope, nope, nope. That would be the, uh, if as if there there needed to be more nails in that coffin, that would be. So what about this? This could be mm-hmm. maybe possibly interesting Vikings at the Redskins. I think that game will be fun. If the Vikings. I think that game could be fun. The Vikings are going to have to bounce back. They're going to have to do something. I, I don't know what that something is. So but... I want to point this out because. Since he's started, I've actually kind of been a fan of Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Not as a Redskins player, but as just like a football fan. Sure, like, sure, I, sure. I, I think Kirk Cousins gets a lot of unnecessary shit. Because early in his career, he was very interception prone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of he's had a lot of moments where he's made really noticeably bad mistakes. Like when he took the knee or whatever in that one game. But Cousins is quietly kind of fixed a lot of his problems that's true that's true and i i think a lot of people are just like ah oh, same old cousins but if you actually like watch him i think mm-hmm. he's actually developing into a worthwhile starting quarterback i agree i think he could be be starting on i think he's better than sam bradford yeah, absolutely i agree with that i think her cousin's ceiling is kind of like andy dalton sure yeah i agree with that i don't think he's going to be great but i think he'll be good enough Sure. Oh, I'll, yeah. No, I'll agree with that. He's never going to be a super elite quarterback, but no, he he. There are tons of teams here that are playing quarterbacks worse worse than him. So you know. Absolutely. Uh the Browns would obviously love to oh, have Kirk course, Cousins. Course. The Jaguars would like to have Kirk Cousins. The Texans the would Jets. like to have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos might even take Kirk. Yeah, Cousins. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be more Rams, move, Jets. Yep. Um, t- t- lots of t- lots. Yeah. Cousins isn't that bad. But yeah, no, I agree with that. I think I think the I think that the Vikings win this game. If the Vikings lose this game, it's pretty much over. It it really is. It really They is. went from 5 and 0 oh to 5 and 4 yeah. if they lose this game. Yeah. That is that is really really bad. Do you know if that's And then before? I think the the Lions might actually be the lead for that division if the Vikings lose this game. Well, Cuz this is pretty much the Vikings last chance to kind of stay on top. Yes. A lot of people are saying now that the Lions are the are the favorites. If you're if you I are think, looking at I, trajectories, I, and I don't think I, that's unfair at all. I think that's I don't think I yeah I agree. Jim Bob Cooter. Yep. Yes, sir. 
Offensive coordinator of the year. Yeah, dude. All right. So here's here's a good matchup. <laughs> he says. He says. Oh, he says. <laughs> being really serious. Packers and Titans. This might listen, actually be fun. No, listen. I think this game is going to be a lot of fun. I, I actually do. I'm I'm I am excited to watch this game because I have, despite my better judgment, been watching Titans games this year, and they're really fun to watch. They're more watchable than some of the other teams. Absolutely, like, even though they're bad, they're more watchable than the Chiefs. They they've been yep. more watchable than the Panthers have been. Yep. Yep. And I, listen, more I don't watchable <laughs> than the Jags. The texans the rams i don't know if this is because all the other teams have gotten more boring or or if the titans have actually looked more exciting or a little bit of both but you know i think the titans win this game i do i I think the titans win this game i think the packers continue this the thing i think about the titans is while they're not winning a lot of games that they're doing okay yep like for our expectations they're doing okay but the titans they're not like getting blown up. No, they're they're competitive. That was that was like the problem last year. They were getting blown the fuck up mm-hmm. in Tennessee last year. This year they're competitive. Mm-hmm. They're not they maybe not winning, but they're competitive, so they're making it fun. Yeah. No, they're playing they're playing most if not every game close. Dolphins at Chargers. The, Chargers. Yeah, 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 but listen, this this has Battle of Gordon and Ajay. Yeah. Yeah, this has the potential to be a very fun game to watch and a very close game. Mm-hmm. Could could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not you know I'm not taking dolphins, but I think that I think that it'll be awesome to to see both Jai and Melvin Gordon put up like 250 yards rushing each. That'll yeah. be fun. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. The most rushing game ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cardinals at 49ers. See, see. Or I mean, 49ers at Cardinals. Yeah, you're you're talking about games that we're not excited to watch. This is actually one of them. Yeah. I, listen, I. Cardinals aren't fun this year. 49ers are Bad. a trash dump. Cowboys at Steelers. Boys. Boys. Sorry. Boys. Sorry. I don't have faith in the Steelers right no, now. No, no, me either. Me either. So how about this? Seahawks at the Patriots. I don't think this game is going to be that close. I, th- I think. No. I think the, I'm, it, maybe if it was in Seattle. May, maybe, but, but well, hey, hey, remember who played the Seahawks really close in Seattle? Like yesterday? It was the Bills. And then Monday night, Bengals at the Giants. This could be fun, too. Um, I, I, receiving I, battle. I will not pick the Giants because I'm a pessimist, mm-hmm. but this is a game the Giants can win I, I, for sure. I'll go, I'll go a little bit beyond that. This is a game the Giants should win, honestly. I, the Giants probably need to win this game if they want to keep pace in the NFC yep. because the NFC is garbage yep. and, the NF- and the Giants are actually kind of near the top right they now. They are. They are. Because they won 5 games. Mm-hmm. So if they can if they can beat the Bengals and then they still have to play the Browns later this season, like the Giants, they're they need to win this game to stay in it to keep pace with Dallas. But yeah, I It's probably not going to be that great a game. No. No. And that will be week Yeah, 10. if it happens. If it happens and we're not all fire and brimstone mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, so 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 predictions for the uh, the underground uh, death football league that that you and I are gonna start, uh, you know, when 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 the bombs drop tomorrow, if and when the bombs drop tomorrow, we'll we'll be taking uh, applicants. We'll be having tryouts for the uh, Dave and Sam Underground Nuclear Winter Football League. So the the NWFL. The NWFL. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know. 
be be sure to to come out and see us and uh mutants will be welcome yeah we will oh not dude, if dude, you are no mutant. no not at all if you've got three arms hey that makes you a really good pass rusher yeah, very true very true sam yes if you're still alive mm-hmm. How can we follow you? Yeah, you can you can follow me if it's if it's all still there. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. I also write for Yard Barker, so you can follow me there. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaur. I'm Drawplay Dave Rapocio, and if I'm not just a burning husk of a skeleton tomorrow, you can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, at Facebook at the Drawplay Comic, on Patreon, and of course on thedrawplay.com. Thank you for listening. Hopefully everyone is still alive.